Got Dr. Michael Cordonier on the line with us, owner of the firm Soybean and Corn Advisor, one if not the most highly respected experts on South American agriculture. Always an education to catch up with you, sir. Reuters had published an article recently that after further consideration seemed like it might have a significant impact on global availability of corn and have a far-reaching effect on the corn market supply and demand dynamics but it was titled, Brazil Says Corn Exports to China Only Possible from 2023. And then goes on to say Brazilian corn might not get shipped to China next year because of the demands made by Beijing regarding trade protocols. What can you tell us about that? Right. They've been working on uh, phytosanitary agreements, and the Chinese government said these qualifications for like diseases and insects must be in place while the crop is growing, so it can be monitored. They were not in place when the safinia crop was growing. The safinia corn right now is like 53% harvested. So none of this current corn will be allowed to be shipped to China. So the first corn that can be shipped will be what they're going to plant in August and September, which is the small crop. That's only like 25% of the total. So most of that is in very high demand in southern Brazil for the livestock industry. So very little of that first crop of corn gets exported. So there might be a little corn exports to China, maybe in January, February, maybe a little, a trickle here and there. A big amount won't start until next June, July, and August, when the next safrinha crop will be harvested. Concern is that this second corn crop in Brazil is typically the one that is dedicated for export. So with that encumbered by this lack of monitoring, what kind of interruption does that have for the global corn market and the supply and demand dynamics? Well, Brazil's going to export maybe 43 million tons of corn this year. Last year was only in the low 20s. So 20 million tons more than last year because last year's your crop was very poor. The crop this year is Good. Not a record, but good. I have Brazil corn production at 112 million tons. USDA has a little bit higher, maybe 116 million tons. So Brazil will be exporting corn. Will it make up for all of the Ukraine? Maybe not. But Brazil will be exporting a lot of corn. And they're already starting. But it's weird. Brazil is exporting corn right now and importing at the same time. They're exporting because, you know, the prices are good. But they're also running short on corn domestically. So they've got to bring corn in from Argentina and Paraguay at the same time that they're exporting. So it's kind of a mixed bag out of Brazil. One of the things that we hear is... First of all, we heard about all the issues with the corn crop early on, the weather issues that they had in Brazil. And I think that gave maybe a false sense that the crop was going to have difficulty being as big as it was. But I think what a lot of people overlooked was is that they planted a lot more acres this year. Yes, exactly. In fact, Conab kept increasing the Safinia corn acreage every month starting in February. And just (laughs) in June, they increased the acreage 400,000, which is a huge increase. So, yes, the yields have been disappointing in lots of areas, but the acreage increase has been big enough to make up for some of the yield declines. Mato Grosso, the big state for corn, acreage went up like 9%. So that was way more. The take-home lesson is you give record corn prices, and what do farmers do? They plant more of that crop. (laughs) So that's what happened in South America. Now, one of the other issues that I wanted you to comment on is is that we get uh, news that Brazil doesn't have the kind of storage capacity that we have here in the U.S., so they have to export it pretty much as soon as it comes out of the field. Talk about how that plays into the global corn market. 
Right now, the corn being harvested, especially in Monte Grosso, is being piled on the ground. So they put in open sky piles, which is no problem for the time being because it's the dry season. So if there's no rain in, in any forecast in central Brazil until sometime in September. So give you an idea, in Monte Grosso, they harvest about 39 million tons of soybeans and about 39 million tons of corn. But they only got storage capacity for half of that. So you're right. You have to pile it outside and then move it quickly. One of the problems this year is they're slow sellers of the soybeans. So a lot of the farmers are holding on to their soybeans, waiting for a better price. Silos are full. So all the corns are going on the ground. But like I said, it's okay as long as that corn is picked up by September. But storage is a chronic problem in Brazil. I always thought that you could pay for storage very, very quickly. Lower freight rates and better pricing. But they've been very slow in building grain storage. Their annual farm program has lots of money, low interest loans. They're almost begging farmers, please, you know, build some on-farm storage because it's good for you, it's good for the country, and we need it. Now, to their advantage is they harvest corn and soybeans at different times of the year. So the soybean crops are harvested January, February, March, basically, and the big corn crop is harvested June, July, and August. So the harvests are offset. So you can kind of afford to have lack of storage, but uh, they need more storage for sure. Yeah, it sure makes it difficult to have strategic reserves. Oh, yeah. They don't have any strategic (laughs) reserves. Uh, Just not an issue in in Brazil, that's for sure. Yeah, and also no surprise that this is typically the time of year when we start hearing about dock worker strikes. Oh, yes, absolutely. And both Brazil and Argentina, there's been some trucker strikes already. Diesel fuel's in short supply and very high price. So the truckers are all upset, especially like in Argentina. Inflation is running like 75%. So everybody wants to have huge salary increases every year. So it's par for the course to have all kinds of strikes and worker protests this time of the year. Yeah. Dr. Michael Cordonier, it is always instructive to catch up with you. And uh, we sure appreciate your time. Sure. Anytime. No problem. Podcasts by Federated Media.